Good morning, it's Celeb Breakfast with Asha and Terry, and on today's episode of What's in Our Food, we're speaking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. So Adele, more and more people are embracing a plant-based lifestyle. What are like the major benefits of this diet? I think let's first define what we mean by plant-based. By definition, a plant-based diet is centered around consuming mainly vegetables, fruits, legumes, whole grains, nuts and seeds, herbs and spices, and may or may not include some meat, dairy, or eggs. Plant foods are generally high in fiber, antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals, and we know that these are associated with many health benefits, including reducing the risk of chronic diseases like heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and some cancers. The fiber in plant foods, and I would say this is one of the highlights of a plant-based diet, can also have a positive impact on gut health, improving digestion and preventing constipation. Fiber is really a powerhouse. I mean, these days you hear people talk about gut health and sometimes people tend to overcomplicate it thinking they need to include gut health products and supplements when in fact, one of the ways to improve gut health is to include more plants into your diet. Okay, so you mentioned gut health products and supplements. Like, what should we know about all of these? I would say very few products out there are legit. For it to work, you need the right dose. You need specific strains because not all confer a health benefit. And there are many other considerations as well. Research in this area is still in its infancy stage, so your best bet when it comes to gut health is to include a wide variety of plant foods. Mm, Okay, that makes sense. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. Today's episode of our campaign, What's in Our Food? We're talking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. Adele, I have to ask this. A lot of people see the term vegetarian or vegan and they automatically think healthy. You know, but this isn't the case. So can you explain a little bit more about this for us? I love this question. I always remind my clients and people in general that diet labels and health claims say absolutely nothing about how healthful a diet or food is. It really depends on what you are actually eating. So for example, alcohol is considered plant-based, but obviously a diet high in alcohol is not ideal. It is also possible to include plant foods that lack nutrients like vegan ice cream, chips, cookies, and cakes. Of course, it is 100% okay to include these foods occasionally but yeah the point is let's not focus on diet labels but instead focus on the food that you are actually consuming that makes uh, a very good Mm. reminder point for all of us it's about the nutrition in what we're eating versus the the calories right today we are talking to adele wong nutritionist dietitian and founder of nutrition track in what's in our food our campaign all of this week we'll be back for more with her on this topic right after the traffic update Good morning. You're listening to The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry, keeping you company. Right now, we're in the midst of what's in our food. We're talking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track, all about plant-based diets today. I'm interested to find out what are like some of the nutrients we usually get from meat that may be missing from a diet without it. Why are these nutrients are important as well. Some of the key nutrients that need more attention on a plant-based diet would be vitamin B12, protein, iron, and omega-3 fatty acids. 
Now, in general, all nutrients are important. They all play a role in general health, maintenance, growth, and well-being. And some may play a bigger role than others. So, an example of an important nutrient that can be missing from a plant-based diet is vitamin B12, which is an essential nutrient and plays a vital role in DNA synthesis, nerve function, and involved in red blood cell production. You can easily see why this nutrient is important and there can be serious health consequences if you are deficient in this nutrient. Okay. Very enlightening. Yeah. And on today's episode of What's in Our Food, we're talking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. More coming up after the news update. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. On today's episode of What's in Our Food, we're talking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. So let's ask that big question. How are we going to get enough of the nutrients we need from a plant-based diet? Like, what are some of the supplements that we need to take? What do we need to bear in mind? The best way would be to include a wide variety of the main food groups in a plant-based diet. So as I mentioned, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Different foods have different nutrients, so a wide variety ensures that you are getting all the important nutrients. In terms of supplements, it depends on whether or not you're including some meat, dairy, fish, eggs, or other fortified products. If you do, and if you plan carefully, you are more likely to be able to meet your nutrient needs. But having said that, some nutrients can still be more difficult to get enough of. And if you're on a relatively strict plant-based diet, I would consider vitamin B12, vitamin D, and omega-3. But please consult a healthcare professional or a dietitian to get a proper assessment before jumping on any supplements. That actually makes sense for any kind of diet change as well, yeah. I reckon. We're talking to Adele Wong, nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. We're going to find out how do we even get started on a plant-based diet. That's coming up on Light FM. Good morning. This is a light breakfast. Ashan Terry here, and we're right in the middle of what's in our food. And we're talking to Adele Wong about plant-based diets. She's a nutritionist, dietitian, and founder of Nutrition Track. And especially for someone like me who's trying to get started possibly mm-hmm. on a plant-based diet, yeah. I think it's really hard. What are your tips for anyone who would want to consider embarking on this right. journey? Yeah. Before I give my top tips, let's talk a bit about the approach. Now, I often find that people tend to go to extremes when it comes to diet. So for example, cutting out certain food groups. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to choose between eating only plant-based or not at all. The middle ground exists. There are many benefits of eating more plants, but you don't have to go to the extremes of eating only plants to reap the benefits. So tip number one, instead of thinking about what you need to cut out on this diet, think about what you need to add. Make a list of the major plant groups, and I will repeat one more time for listeners, vegetables, fruits, legumes, whole grains, nuts and seeds. And in each of these groups, pick two different types. So for example, fruit, you can pick apple and banana. And start incorporating these into your diet. Of course, over time, you want to work on increasing variety, but start here. 
Tip two follows on from tip one. So focus on just one food group at a time. So for example, this week, focus on vegetables and then maybe whole grains the next week and so on. Tip three, increase your intake of plant foods gradually and drink plenty of water. Now this is especially important if you don't normally consume plant foods or fiber-rich foods. If you increase too quickly, you may feel a little gassy and bloated. Now this is because your gut bacteria is really happy processing the fiber and producing gas as a byproduct. Um, the good news is that our gut is highly adaptable and it will adjust over time. So yeah, those would be my top three tips if you are starting a plant-based diet.